All right, welcome everybody. This is our newest WeatherWise podcast. It is Wednesday, everybody, and I'm meteorologist Ulysses Garcia, and today we actually have... Hi, it's meteorologist Sloan Haynes. So yeah, so you have us both this time. Yes, Chief Meteorologist Daniel Johnson is not here with us today, so it'll be us too. But we are going to be talking here on this Wednesday about tropical storm phase. So we're going to be talking about, you know, what happened before, during, and after phase. So, uh, you know, we really have a lot to talk about. So I guess, um, you know, Sloan, let's talk about how, uh, you know, let's talk about, you know, the before and the beginning of it. Do you want to yep. so, start off with it? Yeah. So um, tropical storm phase developed last Thursday in the afternoon hours. And uh, you and Daniel were keeping a close eye on it on Thursday, and then when I came in is really when we see it, saw it affect Del Marva. And to start off my morning when I come in at 3 a.m., the first few um, mornings that were issued were marine warnings, um, just meaning that, you know, there were stronger winds out there. They didn't want people out there on their boats during that time. There were um, strong thunderstorms associated with tropical storms, say, that could have produced um, water spouts, and those can overturned vessels so it's more keeping um, people safe who are going out on their boats that early i know a lot of um, fisheries in the area start working that early so it's to keep them safe since we do have a large um, fishing culture here on the eastern shore but as we went through the morning hours and after the morning show i started to see the tropical storm morning finally extending down to um, delaware inland sussex county where they were expected to receive um, tropical force, tropical storm force winds, which is what you see when um, tropical storm warnings are issued. That's the main concern is the wind. So they were seeing gusts up to 40 miles per hour inland and up to 50 miles per hour along the coast in the morning hours. That was a really big concern. And then as the storm went on, you know, Ulysses, we started to see some flood warnings pop up too. No, yeah, absolutely. Definitely, you know, I did see how they... Uh, they waited until the morning to post that tropical storm warning. And I think what's, you know, what's interesting about Faye here is that, you know, this is actually a system that I was actually in the Gulf Coast uh, during the weekend, during the 4th of July weekend. I, I know I was mm. keeping a track of it, you know, days before. And I noticed how it was making its way through even, I think it even crossed through like Tallahassee as just a, a broad low. And then mm -hmm. it moved its way up through Georgia and South Carolina. And, I knew that this was something we were going to have to keep an eye on because all the models were showing that we were going to get rain towards the end of the week. So, um, you know, definitely the fact that Faye, uh, it actually became Faye, you know, the sixth storm of the year, the earliest F storm mm -hmm. of, you know, the Atlantic Basin. So that was definitely a record. So we continue to have all these records being broken on just these formations of these storms. Uh, and, you know, mm -hmm. and definitely what Faye was interesting about is that, you know, uh, you know, just how you and I and Daniel, we communicated, this was going to be more of a rainmaker. And it mm -hmm. definitely did bring a good amount of rain here when it comes to Delmarva. Uh, yeah. So a little bit before Faye arrived, um, the latest drought monitor was issued. And it still needs to be, it'll be updated tomorrow on Thursday. So that's when they, they released the newest update. But going to this week's update, uh, drought monitor, it was actually a moderate drought already forming over Worcester, Accomac and Somerset County, and then abnormally dry conditions from Accomac all the way into parts of Kent County. And with all the rain that we got, and we're going to talk about a little bit more about those totals in a moment, but uh, 
I, the, the area that saw the most rain was actually these areas that were under the drought monitor for mm -hmm. normally dry and moderately, you know, moderate drought conditions. So, uh, you know, definitely in a way it's kind of a perfect timing. I know we even had our weather watchers, they've been, you know, calling the last couple of weeks and, and you know, they've been asking like, where is the rain? I know like people wanted, mm -hmm. you know, some rain on their lawn. So, uh, you know, the timing for that rain, uh, you know, couldn't have been better. Obviously, you mentioned yep. before that there was the chance for, uh, you know, the chance there's a small chance for that severe weather. There was a special marine warning. Luckily, here on the peninsula, we really didn't see anything when it comes to like severe weather. Yep. So that is a good thing, even though there was a special marine warning. But it yep, was definitely did. a rainmaker. Yep. Definitely a rainmaker. Um, yep. In the morning hours, we started to see um, the flash flood washed into effect right around when Good Morning Delmarva Del starts at a. 5 a.m. is when we started seeing the um, flash flood watches in effect for all of Delmarva. But then as the show was coming to an end, they started issuing the um, flash flood warning for Worcester County, which was really specifically for the eastern part of Worcester County where uh, Ocean City is. And by the time the morning show ended, I was being tagged in posts on social media about how they were already closing certain parts of Ocean City due to flooding concerns because one to two inches of rain had already fallen that morning. And for a coastal area, that's a lot of rain. They're a little lower, closer to sea level, allowing some flooding concerns to already rise. And then the flash flood warnings went to effect until I think it lasted until noon on Friday for them. And then for um, the Delaware portion of Delmarva, where Rehoboth Beach and Bethany Beach are, those warnings were in effect until about 1230 for yeah. flash flood warnings. But they ultimately changed them to aerial flood warnings because flooding was already going on and it was starting to go away. I went to the areas on um, Saturday and went up to Lewis where they received a lot of rain, which we'll get to in a minute, and the floodwaters had mostly receded by that point. No, yes, definitely. Uh, I mean, we, we definitely have a lot of rain totals to talk about here, and we're, and uh, it's just, it's uh, definitely, you know, Ocean City, definitely the beaches, they got hit mm -hmm. the most. We, you know, when looking back at these rainfall totals, I know yeah. you mentioned you mentioned Lewis. Lewis, I think, uh, you know, topped out the list almost at seven inches of rain. Yeah. Uh, Ocean City at five and um, you know almost five and a half. So did Rehoboth, uh, Slaughter Beach over five five point two five. Bethany Beach five point zero eight. So you know definitely a lot of rain happened in a short amount of time. Uh, mm -hmm. But the good news though is that by the afternoon, uh, you know the you know the uh, the rain began to fade. Uh, and, you know, we were even starting to see sunshine. So, yeah. uh, so things were actually improving. I know the high temperatures by Friday, late Friday afternoon during the news hour, they're already getting up into the mid to upper 80s. So that's how quickly mm. things improved here on Delmarva. And like you said, the waters was receding. So the good news is that the waters were receding really quickly from this because this was mostly in the morning and we had a good mm -hmm. amount of time in the afternoon and in the evening to uh, clear it away. But definitely the rain... Uh, was definitely the biggest headline here. I mean, mm -hmm. Ocean City, uh, definitely, you know, pretty much all, pretty much its entire month worth of rain was so far in the month of July was earned through Fay. I mean, they pretty much yeah. did not record. All they had was traces of rainfall up until Fay, and they pretty much got it all with Fay so far this month. I mean, right now they're running mm -hmm. over four, almost four and a half inches above average. Um, mm -hmm. Georgetown, uh, you know, actually broke a record for their rainfall. They got 3.63 inches. They broke a daily record. Their old record was 2.08, broke and set back in 
Uh, Salisbury got 2.09. They just fell a few, they were only 0 0.06 inches away from tying their record of 2.15. So even Salisbury, even though they got two inches of rain, this was actually, looking back at it, this was actually their wettest day since Hurricane, since Michael. So in mm -hmm. Salisbury, they have actually, Salisbury has not had a day of, with two inches of rain in a day since Michael. So they've gone 21 months without, uh, this is pretty much the most impressive rainfall Salisbury has received in almost two mm -hmm. years. And even in some of, a lot of these places on Delmarva, this was probably the biggest rain that we've had mm -hmm. probably since Michael. Or, you know, or, I mean, because even I was checking out Dorian from last year, and yeah, Ocean City and Wallops got most of that rain, but it wasn't at, I mean, Ocean City only got 1.54, Wallops got 1.21. Actually, Wallops ended up being less than an inch from Faye. So, Accomac County really saw the least amount of rain, especially in Melfa. They only got a six mm -hmm. of an inch. And the Midshore also saw uh, minimal amounts of rain. So it's pretty much like US 13 is that strong cutoff point when it comes mm -hmm. to Fay. Anything past US 13 and east, um, you really just got soaked with that rain. But if you headed yeah. west of US 13, um, you pretty much barely saw anything. Um, yeah, and I know they were already, um, they were shutting down roads because, you know, there was so much rain in such a short amount of time that parts of 50 were shut down and people, you know, sometimes we sound like a broken record when we say it, but we were emphasizing turn around, don't drown because so much rainfall had fallen in a 12-hour time period and to have, you know, almost five and a half inches of rain fall in Ocean City between midnight and noon, that's a lot of rain for an area to handle. No, yeah, absolutely. Definitely a lot of rain. You know, that's why we emphasize, you know, turn around, don't drown. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and you know, obviously with Friday, uh, you know, obviously it was, you know, people trying to get into the weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I feel like, that. you know, it was a day you realized, you know, you had to like push back those activities to Saturday yeah. or to later on in the day because all that flooding. And you also have to be careful with the fact that mm -hmm. even though the rain may have ended, obviously some of these areas, you don't know how quickly the water will recede. Obviously mm -hmm. most areas did a good job. But still, that's you know, something you have to always keep in mind is that not all areas will receive that water as quickly. So that's why even sometimes those flash flood watches or flood advisories or even flood mm -hmm. warnings exist after a storm passes through the area. Um, because there's even rivers and streams that will have runoff mm -hmm. as well. But uh, definitely what's interesting about Faye here is that um, we definitely needed the rain on Delmarva. I know Daniel and I know you, we've all mentioned how it's just been so dry lately in the month of June and so mm -hmm. far this month. And it was just nice to finally get a day where we got a good soaking here on yeah. Delmarva. Uh, I mean, A, because we needed it for the, you know, the, the drought situation that was beginning to develop over parts of Delmarva. Um, obviously the farmers, you know, the people wanting it. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's definitely, this is with some welcoming news Obviously, what's interesting is the areas that did not see much rain. I'm kind of curious to see how the drop monitor will play off. Yeah. I know we will have more chances of rain with the fact that we do have pop-up storms here and there throughout the summer. But, mm -hmm. but you know, and what's interesting, though, is I was looking at the rainfall totals for this year. And what it did for all these places is that it actually just broke them even. So, Faye... Um, right now is not really going to be what you call a drought killer by any sense. Like, yes, mm. it's abnormally dry and it's moderate on the drought monitor. But all we did right now is just we had a, we were in a deficit of a few inches and it just got us over the hump right now. We're yeah, just, at, we're just breaking even right now. So um, we, re in a way, we really need more rain here um, so we don't fall back, 
especially now as we're getting to the second half of the year. The good news, though, it's only July, so we still have more of you know hurricane mm -hmm. season. So we may, you know, we'll probably get more, you know, influences of tropical moisture as we go through August and September and October. But it's definitely, uh, but you know, we're just right now breaking even right now on Del Mar when it comes to rainfall. So mm -hmm. I mean, I was just looking at rainfall for the year. Salisbury is down by over an inch. Wallops and Georgetown are just within just slightly over within a slightly a third of an inch or more so it's not um, I mean they're doing great for the month of July but for 2020 we're just at average so I just want to make sure that everybody understands that yeah so we got a lot of rain from Faye but this is we're, we're only just getting this we're just getting this rain just to get back to normal so this mm -hmm. is not even this is not even a surplus of rainfall on Delmarva yeah. this is just getting us back to normal so uh i just wanted to emphasize that um, yeah and it definitely you know like i mentioned before though it's definitely uh Salz, you know it would definitely cost you know some records in georgetown salisbury king coastal mm -hmm. record um definitely in de looking at some of these rainfall totals um definitely the wettest storm wettest day as well for georgetown i mean 3.63 mm -hmm. inches this is actually the wettest day in a good while so like i mentioned before though this uh you know, we've had Dorian last year, but Dorian kind of actually missed on, missed out on good chunk of Delmarva. This one actually kind of went a little more in than Dorian. So I, I just want, uh, you know, just comparing them a little bit. Um, definitely Michael was a lot more interesting in the fact that it just really Salisbury just got bombarded with it. Um, and it actually brought more wind. So the good news about Faye is that it wasn't really a big wind maker, mm -hmm. uh, really while Michael was and really Dorian was more just it kind of just skimmed off the coast yeah um, more than anything this one kind of just went a little nudged in inland mm -hmm. but uh, definitely uh, so right now obviously the emphasis will be now as we move towards the second half of the month is that we just need more uh, more rain here on Delmarva still so yeah I just don't want to uh, mention that you know we're out of the woods here so mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Is, is there anything else you want to emphasize or like? Yeah, so um, something that you and I know from living in Florida throughout our lives is that rip currents are a huge threat when it comes to tropical systems. Mm -hmm. And this past weekend, when they approached Delmarva on Friday, we were at a high risk for rip currents, which really means you should not be in the ocean at all. But even as the weekend went on, we were still in that moderate risk for rip currents. And there's even a rip current statement issued today for moderate rip currents. Tomorrow or later this week, it's supposed to continue to decrease into that low level again. But, you know, these tropical systems can bring dangerous rip currents. And it's the summertime right now. People were heading to the beach on Friday, planning to head to the beach this weekend. And beaches like Assateague were closed on Friday and into the beginning of Saturday morning. They didn't want people in the ocean because it's an unguarded beach and a lot of drownings happen there. So something else to think about during these summer months is when these tropical systems pass through the areas to look out for what the rip currents are because it could really save your life. No, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, and like you mentioned, the, the whole rip current thread. What's interesting about rip currents is that a lot of the times these tropical systems can even be way out in the middle of the Atlantic. Mm -hmm. And we will get, you know, rip currents here on Delmarva because of just the ripple effect from that storm, even though it could be thousands of miles away, 
um, you know, we'll get that influence of those waves all the way here on Delmarva and on the east coast of the United States. So, um, you know, so definitely, you know, keep an eye to when we give you the beach forecast, when there's a, mm -hmm. a moderate and a high rip current, you know, yeah. really take that seriously out there. Um, mm -hmm. Especially if it's a really, if it's a high one, you know, definitely want to stay off the water. Yeah. If it's a moderate, you know, make sure you actually, if you do decide to do it, you know, hopefully you have the experience, you know, your experienced swimmer. And yeah. also try to do it next to, a, you know, try to do it where there's a lifeguard around as well. Don't try to mm -hmm. do it just uh, without a lifeguard. But definitely, you know, rip currents, that's something that's going to be a major theme here as we go throughout the summer. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be that a, a, a tropical system has to be close to us. It could be a tropical system that is far away from us. Mm -hmm. So it could be like, you know, by Bermuda uh, or yeah. something that that system will still pull that water uh, towards us here on Delmarva. So um, definitely, you know, Faye was definitely an interesting system. It did make landfall in, um, in you know, just yeah. north of, New Jer of uh, Atlantic City on yeah, Friday. about 10 miles north. Yeah, so Atlantic 10 miles City. north. So, I mean, I think, uh, and then, you know, it kind of just fell apart. Um, you know, the tropical mm -hmm. characteristics of it fell apart by the time we, even before we woke up on Saturday. So, um, you, know, quit, you know, really made its way up through New Jersey and eventually into New York State. And then it was just more of just a, a remnant low as it made mm -hmm. its way into Canada. And then I also noticed how there was also like another low pressure coming in out of the Great Lakes. And it really yeah. kind of almost kind of merged with that to a certain yeah. degree. So that was definitely, uh, so yeah, I mean, Faye definitely was not a big storm, but it definitely did make the weather interesting from the Gulf Coast mm -hmm. all the way up to here. So definitely yeah. brought a good amount of rain along the Gulf Coast in Florida and Louisiana um, as a, just a broad low. It wasn't even that mm -hmm. organized. It was just kind of this unorganized blob thing. And then um, it made its way through the Carolinas and Georgia. And then once it hit the Atlantic, that's really when it began to finally get it all its act together mm -hmm. and it became Faye. Um, so it's definitely interesting how this um, hurricane season has gone so far with the fact yeah. that a lot of these systems have been very disorganized, but they very quickly, um, they just get enough of organization to the point where they actually get yeah. named. Um, so, and obviously if people are wondering what the next name on the list would be, it will be Gonzalo. That would be the G storm, mm -hmm. the seventh storm of the of the season, whenever that will be. Um, I know that I've been reading reports that there is some Saharan dust, another round of Saharan dust that's trying to make its way through the Atlantic um, shortly. So I think uh, for now it looks like, you know, activity should be fairly limited. I was reading yeah. some reports about that. So that is some good news. It looks like we'll at least get a little bit of a break before uh, Gonzalo... Uh, you know, makes an impact. Now, what's interesting about this season so far when it comes to, this includes Faye and all the other storms, is that none of them have really been that strong. I know people already mm -hmm. on Twitter, I know you, you've read it, Sloan, and I know Daniel has probably read it, how people have already given out how already um, a lot of people want to compare this to like 2005 or, you know, one of those uh, big seasons while you know, how far mm -hmm. the letter is already in. But, you know, this season, a lot of these storms have all been like tropical storms. So they have been really yeah. weak. So that's some good news in that department because I know in 2005. But it's still been active. It's been active. And that's a key takeaway here. Um, so I just want to, I want to emphasize to every, I just want everybody to know that they've been weak, but don't let your guard down just because yeah. they've been weak. We have active, we're, 
we're still not mm -hmm. we're not even halfway done we're we're mm -hmm. still gonna get to the peak of hurricane season mm -hmm. as we get deeper into uh august and september and october so uh yeah. but uh definitely it's been very interesting season uh 2020 so far when it comes to the weather here yeah uh, and um Delaware, New Jersey, and New York have been issued tropical storm warnings before Miami, Florida has, and New Orleans, Louisiana. And they generally, around this time, have already had their first tropical storm warning. So it's been an active season, you know, okay. hurt, uh, tropical storm-wise, but it's been active a little bit further away from the areas that it's typically active at. And I know our professors at school at Florida State always said, you know, it only takes one storm to cause that much damage. So it's been active, but it hasn't been as active as it could be. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You are so right there. It only takes one to remember. And always the best example is 1992, where it was a really, you know, there was in a lot of storms. I think there was less than 10. And, you know, everybody always remembers Andrew. So that's always the best example um, mm -hmm. when it comes to remembering that. Uh, but absolutely. And then I, I love that fun fact, the fact that Delaware, New Jersey, New York have already seen a tropical storm warning over states in the gulf coast like florida like miami mm -hmm. new orleans so that's and you know it's, it's interesting that that's how the weather is sometimes because that's even i've yeah. even noticed that here on on delmarva how you know we we haven't uh, really even had you know there's been places further towards the south that will get a winter weather advisory or winter storm warning before us on delmarva so it's kind mm -hmm. of the it's almost kind of funny the fact that I think even I remember I think a few months ago Daniel and I were noticing I think like I think Charlotte got like a winter storm warning or something like that. So it was interesting that we had, we didn't get a winter we haven't gotten a winter weather advisor winter storm warning this past winter. They got one and it's almost like oh okay now we're getting a tropical storm warning. So it's interesting how it's a flip of the coin just the, the mm -hmm. irony you can say to this whole thing. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, so I hope that's uh, Abby. If there's anything else you wanna you wanna mention here before we start wrapping things up, um, I think if people need a visual with the rainfall total for Delmarva, the National Weather Service of Mount Holly tweeted a great graphic which shows how much um, each area received, and you can see that along the coast that it was pretty much you know those five plus inches of rain. So you can see how the coast was impacted versus how inland was impacted. So that's something to look up if you want to. No, yeah, that's that's great. And, yeah, absolutely. Check out uh, Mount Holly office. Yeah, I've seen that graphic that you're talking about. And then, you know, we also posted our rainfall totals as mm -hmm. well. So, uh, you know, definitely, you know, a lot of neighborhoods on Delmarva, we even got, like, weather watchers that called in. And yeah. uh, it's definitely uh, – it was definitely a very unique system, and we definitely needed that rain because I know that that was yeah. really the biggest struggle we've had lately. Uh, I know we mentioned, remember last year here in 2019, uh, we were eight inches below average, and then in 2018, we were eight inches above average. So we broke even in those two years. So we're, it's kind of like we really actually now have had a really good rainfall until now on some spots. Um, so this is really good news, but we still need more here on Delmarva, especially mm -hmm. for the agriculture, um, which is, you know, the economy here um, yeah. on the peninsula. And like you mentioned before, obviously, you know, there was, um, you know, and obviously, you know, there's also like the fishing and everything. So, you know, there's definitely a lot, um, you know, that people here uh, survive on. But um, absolutely, uh, definitely Faye 
It's something we'll remember. Obviously, it looks like Faye is always going to be known as a rainmaker storm. Just, uh, you know, living in Florida, I remember Faye in 2008. That one made yep. four landfalls, and I encountered that thing twice because I was in South Florida when it first made landfall. And then I had to travel all the way up to Tallahassee to go back to school, like, by the end of that week. Mm -hmm. And that's when it was, I remember driving, I remember in Tallahassee was, like, flooded all over uh, because they brought, like, over a foot of rain. Mm -hmm. uh, so definitely, uh, so when you hear the word fey, um, the next time this happens, uh, just keep in mind that this is usually more known as a rain system. Uh, just wait, it looks like that's how history is repeating itself. So I just wanted to mention a little fun fact there about myself when it comes to this is the second time I've encountered fey. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been a great talk. I had a great, uh, it's been wonderful, you know, talking with you here about talking about Faye, recapping it here on Delmarva, obviously yeah. here when it comes to weather wise, uh, you know, we're always bringing you that weather wisdom. I hope everyone has been enjoying their week so far. And I just want to wish everybody a great week ahead and also a great weekend that is coming up as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, just remember, you know, it only takes one. Uh, for a season to be remembered. Always take care of yourself. Always have that hurricane kit prepared. Um, you know, always, you know, the batteries, the water, canned goods, mm -hmm. um, you know, flashlights. Always have, like, those bare essentials. And those are usually the things that you should need for every type of storm, not just hurricanes. Um, that's severe weather and even winter weather as well. Um, mm -hmm. So, but, yeah, I just want to make, you know, if you have any other final words you want to say, Sloan? Um. I guess, you know, we saw the rainfall and, and another tropical system could bring us just as much rain or even more. So remember that don't drive into floodwaters, turn around, don't drown and stay safe. All righty. Yeah. Excellent advice. So now for, you know, from both of us, thank you for tuning in. I hope everyone has a wonderful day. Um, hope you guys learned something. Remember, this is Weatherwise providing you with that weatherism every Wednesday. Uh, Thanks. Thank you for tuning in and see you next time.